0: You are listening to Read Around the Rosé, the podcast full
1: of prose. We are just two friends who love murder mysteries and dystopian novels while drinking wine. This is the book club podcast that you you never never knew
0: knew you wanted. I'm Nicole.
1: And I'm Megan.
0: What? (laughs) Bonus. (laughs) Bonus episode. Oh yes, and we are drinking some Pinot Grigio.
1: But right before this, we had shots. <laughs> Cause wine, not Wine Why, Why not? And we clink. Boop. That was such a loud clink <laughs> with our plastic wine glasses and drink. But we have our men hanging out with us tonight. <sighs> Yes. Nicole, I got, I'm rocking my Cody inside my wine glass. And I've got my Mitchie Mitch. Which, if you've ever listened to us before, you know exactly who our men are. Yep. They're with us quite often. Yes. And they like to they like, sink down to the bottom of our wine glasses. They have a
0: really good breathing capacity underwater.
1: Yes. <laughs> and, well, I guess each glass of wine, they just, their, their lungs are amazing. Yes.
0: Oh. And real quick before we get started, this is a super short LOL edit, (laughs) but the last bonus episode you heard from us, our um, what the fuck episode, um, Megan and I were drinking some gin and tonics. Lots of them. Yeah, and we didn't bring the bottle in with us as we were reading the description, and I believe I called it um, like Stegenheimer or something like that, and I- relayed this to my husband, and he laughed at me, but he was also really upset because this gin is no longer available in the U.S.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's good gin. We drank the last of it. Dang. (laughs) And he wanted me to know that it's called um, Steinhager, not Stegenheimer.
1: (laughs) So we're going to have to buy him a bottle. We can't. We, oh dang! It's not
0: available in the U.S. anymore. Why? Do you know why? It's like a German gin, and they're just not um, distributing to the U.S. anymore.
1: Well, I guess we got to late, go to fucking Germany to get him some, huh? At least not right now. So yeah, dang, we, we do
0: need to be on the lookout.
1: Yes, but
0: that was just a quick short edit for him. Lol. Not that he will ever listen to this and hear it, but I told him I would make the
1: edit, and so because you I, said a name wrong. So here, got him. Here I am. Okay.
0: Okay, so today for our bonus episode, what we're going to do is we are about to call um, my other best friend slash sister slash Megan's sister, um, Alicia, who I know we've mentioned many times on this podcast, Um, but we're about to call her and we're going to play a game of truth. She doesn't know that yet. (laughs) 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 And then we're going to discuss a short story, which honestly, I don't know what it's called, but I just read it. We'll let Alicia tell you about it.
1: Because <laughs> she was the one so excited to introduce it to us. Yeah. But anyways.
0: So I'm going to call her right now, and we'll go from there.
1: Hopefully she answers. Hopefully.
0: Okay, so we have Alicia on the phone. Who? Hi. We have been trying to
1: get on the phone for a while. Since episode number um, five, but anyway, <laughs> But we finally got her. Um, and we're going to discuss a short
0: story that she recommended. But first, we're going to do an icebreaker of a truth of... Um, a truth game, or truth? Game of truth. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> so, okay, I'm ready. Okay, and so for you... We're going to give you cards one through five, and you pick, and then that'll be the question that you ask me.
2: Okay. All right. Um, card number three.
0: Okay. I'm going to let Megan read it for, for me. What is your biggest regret? Um, I guess without going into too much detail, my biggest regret would be maybe not dating as much. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Okay. For Megan, if you could go back in time, who would you unfuck?
1: (laughs) Guy number two. (laughs) Thing about guy number two is um he had a small little wiener. Oh my god. And um (laughs) <laughs> poor guy he didn't know how to put on a condom because no girls ever made him before which was kind of should have been a red flag at the time probably but you know you know horny me in my high school years yeah. didn't think that and so he finally yeah. figured out how to put a condom on and then came point two five seconds later and then he goes well what do I do with this and I say, um, you flush it. Like, what what do you want me to tell you to do with it? <laughs>
2: what do I What do I do with my penis now that
0: it just ejaculate? Like, what? I think he wanted the to the know, condom. Like, what does what he do, do with, with
1: the the in the condom? Oh. Oh. And so, okay, I so I told him, flush well, it down
2: the toilet. We're that's like, what I said. On.
1: And then we cuddled for like point two five seconds later, and then I was like, I gotta go. And then we never saw each other again. <laughs> all right. All right
2: so that's, that's not who I thought you were going to say, but that's a pretty damn good story. The guy
1: you thought I was going to say, he, did, he wasn't too bad. Okay, Megan's Yeah.
2: Trying... But the implications?
1: Right. Okay, anyway. Megan is asking you again. All, all right, right, all right. More questions I don't really want to know because you're my sister. <laughs> Have you ever gotten food involved in sex? Have I ever done what? Gotten food involved in sex.
2: Gotten food involved? Uh Uh-huh. Um, I don't think so, no.
1: Seriously? No, like chocolate syrup, whipped cream, or strawberries?
2: I don't think so, no. You need to try all of those
0: three. I'm really sorry for you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh no don't be sorry i've, I've done a thing or two um uh, but never food oh.
1: fair enough i guess if you need to spice it up you know what to do
2: <laughs> right?
1: no for roll-ups, <laughs> for roll-ups. <laughs> <laughs> just hey, me Is you
0: know what is yeah. that just me yeah BRB. what'd BRB you say running
1: the brb running to target oh. <laughs> but you know what For roll-ups is a good idea why did i never think of yeah it? yeah it's real real it's Wait, real good i yeah. can't say that i i just can't say that i have like that's really weird right
0: no it's weird
1: well for you it's weird but not weird if you
0: have i think it's weird that you haven't okay.
1: <laughs> but now you know what to, to do really...
0: okay all right well <laughs> if
2: i'm never looking to spice it up
0: All right, it's your turn. Would you like card number one through five? And this is for me.
1: Card number five. What is the biggest relationship deal breaker for you? For me? Yeah. Yeah. I think I have two. Okay, fair enough.
0: If you cheat on me. Mm Mm-hmm. Or lay a hand on me. You go, Amen. girl. We're done. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Preach it. Yeah. We're done.
1: Hundred percent. Short and sweet and to the point. Okay. Yep.
0: All right. All right, Megan. What's your biggest pet peeve?
1: Does, can it be like anything? It just says what's your biggest pet peeve. <sighs> okay. Um. I have two. Okay. So one is, is like uncleanliness, like wash your downstairs region and brush your (laughs) teeth. Okay. Next one is like, you know, that sound of nails going down a chalkboard. Oh yes. I hate it. That sound. And, but like, it's not just like the chalkboard, but when you hear that high pitch, like scratchiness. I hate it so much. I hate that. Like earlier, Nicole yeah, was that- getting cards together and rubbing her thumb against the cards, and I was like, "Ugh, that oh, yeah. right oh, there!" Oh yeah, they were squeaking because they're new cards. It's like that, that, that high squeaky sound. I, I can't mm-hmm. deal, can't deal with it.
2: Yeah, I know that's
1: awful. All right, we're just
0: gonna do one more round, so one question more each. Okay. More things I don't want to know about you. Why do I keep getting these? <laughs>
1: same question but this one's for you (sighs) from megan i know
2: i'm just
1: saying i don't want to know but i guess i'm gonna find out what's the longest you've gone without sex after you lost your virginity
2: (laughs) so i mean okay um after i lost my virginity
1: the longest i went without sex Uh uh-huh Probably a few months. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. And we'll leave it that short and sweet and yeah. to the point. We Sounds don't need to, we don't yeah. need details.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't want That's them funny. regardless. Okay. Again for me. Do you want card one through five? Two.
1: All right, Nicole. cool. What was your favorite part of your body? My favorite part? Ooh. Yeah, what's your favorite part of your body? My legs you do have those big
0: girl athletic thighs and my calves in particular mm. I just played softball and everything a lot growing up so no matter how much um, weight I might have gained or lost I feel like I always have shapely legs so you I, do I, mm. that's, I think that's why I like to wear short dresses and short shorts because that's the one part of my body I'm not afraid to hide ow ow so
2: fair, I mean your legs are like your calves, your they're cut.
0: Yeah, I that's my favorite part. That's why I went with the short dress for your bridesmaid's dress. I was like, oh. I just I don't like any other part hey. of.
2: Hey, yes. You want what makes you happy? Yep. You want what you're comfortable with?
0: I love that. Okay, our last question, and this is for Megan. I don't know how I got off on all those easy cards, but these were totally drawn you by did. random. But this is uh, Megan's.
1: Awesome. Can't wait.
0: (laughs) What's the worst sex you've ever had and with
1: whom? Guy number two. (laughs) So, um. We don't get a name? Um, no. Because it's just, he's not even worth a name. Oh, you're telling me later. So, like, guy number two (laughs) didn't know, like, how to put a condom on. We just then- heard this story.
2: <laughs> pause, pause, She's calling him number two because he was
1: crap. I'm like, but I, he needs a
0: name. He or, needs to know.
1: And the succession of numbers. He is legit guy number two.
0: Mm. Okay, uh-huh. well we don't need the story again. So whatever.
1: <laughs> it was awful. That's, That's all you need wrong. to know. Like,
0: ugh. Okay, well, I think that was a pretty good icebreaker. Um, I think we should all take a drink of whatever we're drinking.
1: Cheers. 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 Uh,
0: Okay, and Alicia, you're the one that wanted us to read this short story. Would you you like to introduce it and um, give us a quick, like, maybe little overview of what it's about?
2: Yeah, I'd love to. So this short story is called ponies by the author kidge johnson um it was published in 2010 i believe and so uh, for all you listeners out there believe this or not i have to teach this story in my eighth grade literature class um it ends up being the mentor text or like the kind of text that we keep on going back to in our dystopian unit. And I read it and felt personally victimized by it. And so it just kind of like a basic summary. It's about this society in which these little girls have these ponies and in order to fit in, they have to do things to their ponies. Um, and take away certain things from their ponies, and it, it is dark, and I'm struggling with, um, I don't know, I'm struggling with whether or not I actually want to teach this to my eighth graders. On the one hand, I'm like, ooh, it's too dark for them, and on the other hand, I'm curious about like the conversation it's going to bring, so I'm very excited to
1: discuss it here. And we thought the same things. It was a very deep, dark, how are you going to teach this type of um,
0: <laughs> dystopian yeah. short story?
1: Because,
0: well, wow. yes. Yeah, so I actually just read it out loud to Megan so that we could just get it done with in like one fell swoop. <laughs>
1: yeah, and it's only like 10 minutes. It's not very long. No.
0: Yeah, it didn't take very long at all.
1: And we will add the link to this story when this episode comes out for you listeners to read it yourself to see the fucked upness that is ponies. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So um Alicia, do you wanna give us your first impressions of the story? So in true
2: dystopian nature, the story starts off confusion because it begins with this like invitation that barbara gets and she and her pony sunny are invited to this like a cutting out party um and the invitation comes from a girl named top girl and it's interesting because barbara is the only person that actually gets a name everybody else is Top girl or the other girls, or the popular girl.
1: And you know, I noticed female. that. So what I noticed that too. That was really interesting. Like that, that there weren't a lot of names, but top girl. Like that. That's really. It tells you exactly who she is. The top girl. Like,
0: no name needed. I felt like that was a big part of the story. It was top girl, the other girls. Um, I think right. I think that was and, a big point of it. Was like not individuals, but cliques necessarily in society. Mm-hmm. Like
2: conformity exactly and it's, and their names like top girl or the other girls or whatever it's written in like hashtag style without the hashtag so it's all smushed together without spaces
0: right but capitalizing like when you need it but capitalizing yeah. every other word
2: and so the the ponies have names like Sunny and star blossom and so they they actually get names um which is interesting to me, too. But in the beginning, what really made me, like, stop and take a step back is when Sunny's got to choose, like, which two of her abilities she has to give up. And ponies, before the cutting-out ceremony, can speak, they have a horn, and they can fly.
0: Mm-hmm. I That's like... Go ahead. I liked that um, Barbara gave her a choice. like Yeah.
1: Which, she did. Which um, which two would you like to lose? Yeah.
0: Which two do you want to ke- – or what do you want to keep? Like, she, which trait do you yeah. want to keep?
1: And the initial was just, like, I want to keep my voice. I love to talk. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't even imagine not talking. And then –
0: Right. Yeah. But also, I wonder why Barbara is the only one who had a name in the like human in the human form.
2: I think that's because Barbara hasn't had the chance to conform yet, mm-hmm. and she's been invited to conform. Like, that whole invitation is, hey, we're inviting you to conform with us and be with us. It's almost like Mean girl.
0: Oh, you're right, because they were like, in order to be one of us, you need to get rid of two of your pony's traits
1: like proving your loyalty by doing that and especially in such the gruesome way yeah like with that curved knife Mm -hmm. and they even described Uh the knife was like as long as an arm like that was really symbolical just because like you can imagine how big this was Uh and what like what they had to do with it is just awful but they said like when cutting it off Their blood smelled like cotton candy. Like, that's supposed to make it better?
0: Yeah, because she's a unicorn.
1: Yeah. But she she
0: also had to do it herself. And she's like, I thought an adult would do the chopping off. And they're like, no, you have to do it to your own pony.
2: Yeah, so in, like, a weird, like, ass-backward way, it's like a coming-of-age story. Yeah. You know? And so... What's also fascinating to me is that, like, Sunny is, like, into it. She's like, oh, I'm gonna keep my voice and everything's gonna be great.
0: Yeah, she's, like, and rooting for Barbara. She's like, I understand. Yeah. I understand you need to do this to get where you need to be, If, but if I get to choose, I just want my voice. Like, she was trying to help her human. But here's,
2: here's also the thing, like, at any point, did you wonder if Sonny had ever talked to another pony? Like had she had ever had any interactions besides like this cutting out party?
1: You know what? Because, I didn't I didn't think about that,
0: no. Yeah, honestly I never thought about it either.
2: Because I mean, if she had ever had any interactions with any of the other ponies, she would have realized that all three were gonna go. The voice, the horn, and the
0: wing.
1: I mean, that probably would have saved her in the end, honestly. You're right.
0: Like, that never actually crossed my mind. I mean, I just read it like 20 minutes ago. But I've had
2: three days to think about this. So it's like been on my mind.
0: That's a really good point. Like, if she had any other pony friends, actually, if she had any other pony friends, they couldn't have told her what was going to happen. Truth.
1: Because they (laughs) didn't have a voice or anything like that. But they had the
0: scar. They had the scar on their neck. Yeah, they would have had the star. I guess I guess the the very um, point that they couldn't speak to her and they didn't have wings and they didn't have horns, that probably would have been enough.
2: But then you think of Star Blossom who nudged the knife after Barbara had taken Sunny's wings and horns.
1: I guess in that fact, it's just like, well, I had to go through it, and now it's your turn. Here you go.
0: Or she was trying to say, if you don't, you're gonna die.
1: True, like a like a like a forewarning. Like this is about to be your future.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you don't but, choose correctly. Yeah.
0: I mean,
2: do you think Star Blossom was acting of her own free will when Sunny refused to give up her voice and tried to run away?
0: When she nudged the knife, I was, I guess when you just mentioned that, I was thinking, like, maybe she was trying to warn Sunny. Like, hey, if you yeah, don't. Yeah, maybe it was a method. Like, if you don't give up your voice, we have to kill you. Yeah. Um, I think, I didn't really look at that until you brought that up, but I feel like maybe that was a warning. Like, hey, you have to give up all three in order to live.
1: Which is kind of an ironic sense because if you think about a pony or a horse, no, they don't have a horn, no, they don't have wings, and no, they cannot talk. Mm -mm. So it kind of brings it back all full circle to, like, this is the type of animals that we have in society, Mm -hmm. but this is a great, like, preview of, like, what could have happened to ponies before they've evolved to having none of those three things.
0: Yeah, maybe that's why we don't have unicorns. I mean,
1: it's it's social suicide exactly it's also just like bringing a message I'm like conforming to different societal things as well which is a whole another big deep message that you can get all into
2: yeah, and then so like what I watch on like I'm, re, I'm having this conversation with the text right in front of me because I'm an English teacher and this is what I do and um, like the part where um it's if that's the cutting out yeah cop girl says that's what you do to be one of us but the ponies pick their own friends and that costs
0: too yeah and I don't think that um Barbara she didn't have any idea of that and especially at the very end where she tries to go inside and be one of them how is it worded since you have it in your face do what at the very end you said you have the text in your face like um, she's she goes in to try to like hang out with the girls and like oh you can't is it one of us is that how it's phrased
2: yeah so why are you here first girl says as if you her for the first time you're not one of us yeah We're, like all like mushed together the other girl's not you, y- you don't have a pony
0: yeah so because barbara's pony died she did all of that for nothing Because she was doing all of it to be part of the in crowd,
1: which which could relate so much to anything in today's society, if you really think about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she thought she was doing her pony a favor by letting her choose which trait she wanted. In the end, she had to give up all three in order to be a part of the human group and in part and in order for the pony to be part of the pony group. The pony rebelled, she died, therefore her human was not accepted in, in that group
1: either. It's just fucked up. I mean,
2: maybe it's a, a medical for the company we keep.
1: No, it absolutely could be. Like, just thinking about, like, I don't know, high school days. You want to be part of the popular girl group. They have all these requirements of what you need to do, and if you don't meet it, you're not in the group. Or if even, like, just little examples like that you can even Mm -hmm. talk about like gang society if you don't do certain things you can't be part of the gang and then they don't let you in anyways it could relate to so many different parts of society it's so crazy i feel
0: like the high school girl thing is probably more relevant
1: yeah 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 sure
0: because i know me myself like in high school i was that person that the less popular you were and the more shit that was talked about you, the more I wanted to be your friend because uh-huh. I, I wanted to figure out the truth for myself. I wasn't going to believe all the rumors about you. That's actually why Shannon yeah. and, and I are best friends because everyone talked a lot of shit about Shannon. And I was like, well, I don't even know her. I'm not just going to believe the things you tell me. I want to go find out for myself.
1: And it was completely opposite of what people were actually telling you.
0: Yeah. But did it make me popular? No. No. <laughs> Do I still have Shannon as my best friend? Yep. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think maybe, it, especially if you're supposed to teach that story in your eighth grade class, that could be the kind of message it's supposed to be sending. Like, don't conform to what the top girl wants just because they say it's so, like, you do what you think is right.
2: Well, and then let's talk about top girl in the first place. Like, is she a villain? Is she a true villain?
1: Oh, absolutely. You think so? I think, well... Is
2: evil just to be
1: evil? Top girl, I mean, yes, in a sense that she is the villain of this story, but did top girl become the villain overnight? No, Society made top girl the villain because society wouldn't have deemed top girl the top girl without her becoming that and going through those trials herself. Yeah, I feel like she had to then- prove I feel like she had to prove herself to be top girl in order to be named Top girl. I mean someone easily like Barbara could have been top girl if she would have conformed maybe before the initial top girl. She could have been number one before all of this to help make the decision. So it's just a societal thing. Top Girl wanted to be Top Girl because either she was pushed, her family, or something around her told her that you need to be this type of character.
2: You know, Or she could have witnessed another Barbara. True. And said, I don't want that. It goes mean, back to like social suicide, like as well as her, her horse. horse.
1: Her pony wanted kind of the same thing, so maybe what you just said kind of relates all back to her pony not wanting um buttercup, star blossom, star blossom. Star blossom didn't want buttercup. <laughs> I'm getting horse's names confused. <laughs> but anyway, like Top Girl's pony didn't want Barbara's pony to be in that same situation. So they had to have learned mm-hmm. from something. mm mm-hmm. that, That's really all I was trying to get at.
2: Yeah. I mean, the this, this story is so damn heavy and there's so much to it. I mean, I think it's an effective metaphor for society and Mean Girls and social class and all of the things
0: i do and i do think it's dark but i don't think it's dark enough that i don't think that you should not teach it to your students i think they're old enough to learn from it and take the proper methods away from it
1: especially with if they're going like into high school that's their next stepping stone yeah maybe this will stick with them a little bit further and help them rethink those high school stereotypes if they're in those places
2: yeah, I mean and I I also think it's interesting that this pet kind of like it it named up brands.
0: Like Crystal Light and iPod oh, and, and Diet Coke.
2: Gatorade, like whatever.
1: Like it
0: But it was all the like about- it was all the ways to like um be skinny or be popular, like
1: And that's a whole other metaphor in itself being a girl and having to like be that image.
0: Yeah, I feel like the iPod or I whatever they thing, that's the oh, if you don't have that, you're not cool. And then the Diet Coke and the Crystal Light, that's you have to drink those in order to be skinny or beautiful.
1: Goes into them that messages too. And I didn't even think about that till Nicole just brought that up. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many different elements in this short story, and it's only a ten minute read and we could talk about you could talk to your students about this for months. Oh yeah, yeah. So
0: I think I mean, just, even though it's super dark, uh, I think it's a really good read for your eighth graders, and hopefully, it'll help them reflect within themselves and learn to treat their fellow um, students better going into high school. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just like the first time I read it, like I had a hard time with it. You know, oh, like, I, I, yeah. I didn't agree with it. And it sucked me in and horrified me. And I've been sitting on it for a few days, and I don't have to teach it
1: for a few weeks. At least you have the time to take your time with it, honestly, because this is not a one day and done. No,
2: it's not.
1: And even, like, you know, we all have had formal education and all of that, and we have finished school before. And so, like, looking at this – with all our experiences, we can dive in and pick out those different pieces. But it's going to take your students a little bit longer to get those connections. So it's wonderful that you're going right. to be able to take your time with it a little bit more.
0: And now you also... Well, and, honestly, and now you have our opinions to bring into it as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Helped you. And, which Check. I love.
2: And you know, like, this is... This is meant to be the mentor text. This is meant to be the read-aloud, and I don't know about all you teachers out there, but I am the lazy kind of teacher who has an idea of what's going on this week, but I don't know the inner workings of what's going on day-to-day until that day. Yeah. Um, And for any other read-aloud that I've done, I've done it day of, and I've read it for the first time day of.
1: Absolutely. And
2: I don't know that I could have done this read aloud eight thirty a.m first period you know without having read it and processed it myself first because it's the implications of the story are huge
1: absolutely and we appreciate you actually sharing the story with us and that we could read it and talk about it today
0: yes and we're super glad you joined us for the first time on one the of first our time. episodes
2: Yay! I'm so glad it finally worked out, and I'm glad that y'all chose this short story. I think it's important. It is an award winner. I don't know if I said that before, but it won the Nebula Award. Nice. But yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on and
0: hopefully reading
2: the story with me. And,
0: and maybe one day we can get you here in person. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Because coming up here soon, we have a couple dystopians that we would love to read, and Maybe you can read along with us and join us in a full-blown episode where we discuss it until our faces turn blue. That'd be so wonderful.
0: Or another bonus where we just get drunk and play a game.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) All of the above. All of the above. All of the above.
0: All of the things. Yeah. Maybe on Megan's um, day before her wedding, we will bring everyone here in and we'll do a bonus episode.
1: Oh, my goodness. (laughs)
0: Like exactly. You mean Queef? With every with I all. Think, of, I, I think you pronounced the game no, the name she, of the game wrong. She pronounced it correctly. I, d- I don't I don't. You so. pronounced it wrong. Hmm. But that would be <laughs> fun. The like all of the bridesmaids play Quelf for the on the queef. podcast for one of her, or our bonus stupid, yeah. <laughs> Or like even something so simple as never have I
2: ever.
0: Yeah, it would be fun. I think okay. it would be. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We're going to go ahead and let you go for now, though. All right. right. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Well, that was a good time, Nicole. It was. I loved it.
0: And we forgot to do our where you can find us at the beginning, so we'll just do it at the end, like
1: old school. I guess we were just too excited about we all the surprises. The, first, we we only had one surprise. Yeah, but then after that, just like getting into the story, because at first we were both like, eh, and then we read it and we're like,
0: oh my gosh! I knew Alicia would be good at like leading the discussion
1: on that one. Oh, she's wonderful. <laughs> um, but anyways, you can reach us at Read Around the Rose at Instagram, Read Around the Rose at gmail.com and read around the rosé on facebook yep and we would just love for you to hang out and just join in on the book club podcast conversation
0: yeah ask us your questions um send us your recommendations just shout us out share us with your friends rate and review us on apple Podcasts. yes however you're listening to us just share us with your friends We really want to grow and become a bigger community.
1: Absolutely. And did you pick up on anything that we didn't from this story? Because it's a free read. Yeah. So I really hope you um, read it before we got into it tonight.
0: And we'll link it and wherever we post
1: it. Absolutely. So, well. Till then. Bye-bye. Bye. Yay!